Now we get to play switch here. This army of singers that are going out door to door is what's causing a ruckus in the community where some of the churches are inviting non-ad or former Adventists to come to say, how can we stand up against them? Whoa, they must be doing some good, huh? Now what do we got here? not going on. Let's hit this and then try again. Okay, who's the experts down here? It's plugged in. She had it on. It's not happening. Oh, well, you'll have to... You're going to do it? Good for you. I tried that. That's not it. Got the light on here. Is there a light on up there on that thing? We're going to have to reboot it. While she's doing that, we forgot to have the second reading of some people who are going to join our church here. We have uh, Michelle Gonzalez. Michelle, where are you? Raise your hand. There she is, way back in the back, coming to us from the Homeland Church. Uh, Maria Hernandez. Is Maria here? Don't see Maria. Edwin Sidamarang and Gitto and Helmy. We're over here. There we go. They're coming from the Indonesian church. And then Dale and, and Linda Winchell. I don't think they're here. I didn't see them. They're moving here from the Ukaipa church. So we need to have a motion to accept them into our church family. Is there a motion? I've got a motion and a second. All in favor, raise your hand. Any opposed? Good. They're apart. Now you don't know which one is which, huh? Now you got these mixed up. You sure you got the right one? You positive? We'll find out, won't we? Oh. Okay. Ooh, we got it. We got it. Except, that's the last slide. That would shorten the sermon, wouldn't it? There we go. Signed, sealed, and delivered. A few years ago, Gene and I, we had the privilege of watching them build our house. Stick by stick, piece by piece, we would go up on the weekends and see how they were progressing as they were building our house. Even though we called it our house, it really wasn't our house yet. We had to go through the process after it was built of getting all the papers together and to sign them and have a notary public come and put their 
stamp on each one of the papers. And then when we finally had it all, the papers signed and everything was okay, then they handed us the keys to our house and it was delivered to us. That was a thrill when we were able to then finally move our stuff into our house. It's kind of the same way in our experience with Christ. I want you to look at John 14, verses 1 through 3. It says, Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many what? Mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself. That where I am, there you may be also. Isn't that a great promise? Just think, our heavenly home is under construction by the heavenly builders. Man, it won't be anything like our house here. Because anything that's going to be up in heaven is just going to blow us away. And our mouths will drop open and... We'll just wonder, what am I doing in a place like this? But we need to have some type of a signed and sealed contract to accept the ownership of our new home. Let's take a look at what it is in Revelation 9, verse 4. John says, They were commanded not to harm the grass of the earth or any green thing or any tree, but only those men who do not have the seal of God on their foreheads. Notice the seal of God on the foreheads. Those who do not have this seal, it says, will receive harm. I want to have the seal. So somewhere along the line, we have to be sealed. Ezekiel 9, verses 4 through 6. Look what it says here. The Lord said to him, Go through the midst of the city, through the midst of Jerusalem, and put a mark on the foreheads of the men who sigh and cry over all the abominations that are done within it. Do not come near anyone whom it, who has the mark and begin at my sanctuary. Notice the mark and the seal on God's people. Romans 4, verse 11. And he received the sign of circumcision, a seal of the righteousness of the faith. Notice the sign is a seal. Now look at the feast of unleavened bread God gave to Moses in in Exodus 13, verse 9. It shall be as a sign to you on your hand and as a memorial between your eyes that the Lord's law may be in your mouth. For with a strong hand the Lord has brought you out of Egypt. The Feast of Unleavened Bread was to be a sign on your hand and a memorial between your eyes. Between your eyes is your forehead. When God delivered them from bondage in Egypt. Okay, then we go to Revelation 14, verses 9 and 10. Then a third angel followed them, saying with a loud voice, If anyone worships the beast and his image and receives his mark on his forehead or on his hand, he himself shall also drink the wine of the wrath of God, which is poured out full strength into the cup of his indignation, and he shall be tormented with fire and brimstone in the presence of the holy angels and in the presence of the Lamb. Notice it talks about the mark of the beast on the hand, and in the forehead. When you go to the Bible and it talks about 
the seal or the sign or the mark, these words are used synonymously. In other words, they are interchangeable. You can mix them around. So the question that we need to ask is, why should we even care about this sign, seal, or mark that's in the Bible? We have to go to the signs of the times, and I spelled it wrong again. I was in a hurry. November 1. 1899, all who have an interest in their soul's salvation should earnestly and solemnly inquire what is the seal, the sign, or the mark. Remember, they're interchangeable. What is the seal of God? So let's see if we can make sense of the seal, the sign, or the mark of God. Exodus 31, verses 13 and 17. I want you to notice something. Speak also to the children of Israel, saying, Surely my Sabbaths, you shall keep, for it is a sign between me and you throughout your generations that you may know that I am the Lord who sanctifies you. It is a sign between me and the children of Israel forever, for in six days the Lord made the heavens and the earth, and on the seventh day he rested and was refreshed. We often have heard that the Sabbath is the sign or the seal of God because he's the creator. Remember in the three angels message, the, the message that goes out is to be able to call people back in to be able to worship the creator, the one who made the heavens and the earth. And this is to be a sign or a seal. Look at Ezekiel 20 verses 12 and 20. Moreover, I also gave them my Sabbaths to be a sign between them and me that they might know that I am the Lord who sanctifies them. Hallow my Sabbaths and they will be a sign between me and you that you may know that I am the Lord your God. I have heard sermons time and time again and I've preached it myself that the seal of God is the Sabbath. And we often quote spirit of prophecy quotations to prove this point such as this one found in Historical Sketches, page 217. There's to be a mark placed upon God's people, and that mark is the keeping of his holy Sabbath. If you want to develop perfection, develop perfection in the area of keeping the Sabbath holy. Don't let the sun go down on Friday night without making it a special time. And make sure that you allow it to go through and keep it the way God wants it to be kept, not the way you think that it should be kept. Okay? So there is to be a mark placed on God's people, and that mark is the keeping of his Sabbath. So we can put one of the signs or the seals or marks of, of God, which is what we want, is the Sabbath. But that's not all. You see, when we bought our paper, we had to sign many papers, not just one. So we need, when we have to go through this, we have to see that there is more than one sign or seal than just the observance of the Sabbath. The Bible Commentary, Volume 7, page 968. What is the seal of the living God which is placed in the foreheads of his people? It is a mark with angels, but not human eyes can read. For the destroying angel must see this mark of redemption. 
The intelligent mind has seen the sign of the cross of Calvary in the Lord's adopted sons and daughters. So the sign or seal of God or the mark of God, whatever you want to call it, they're interchangeable, that that is in the forehead is not something that you can see. It is only for that angel that's going to come and to look. Remember back in the in the ten plagues when the of Egypt when the last plague came? They were to put that, that mark over the door of the blood. And when they had that mark over the door, then the angel of death was to pass over and, and to go with that. It's the same concept that is there, but it's not a visible mark like what they had. It's what's in our mind. So the sign or seal of God in the forehead is given to those who accept by faith the atonement of Jesus' death on the cross at Calvary. You can call it justification by faith. So we have the Sabbath is a sign or a seal, and we have justification by faith is a sign or a seal. So, so far, the sign or seals of Mark is those two things that must be a part of the believer's life. But there's more. Maranatha, page 200. The people of God are sealed in their foreheads. It's not any seal or mark that can be seen, but a settling into the truth, both intellectually and spiritually, so they cannot be moved. So we have the Sabbath as a seal, justification by faith as a seal, and being settled into Bible truth to where we cannot be swayed by the deceptions of the devil. These are all part of the sign or the seal of God. But there's still more about this seal of God. Testimonies, Volume 5, pages 209 and 2, through 212. The little company who are standing in the light will be sign and crying for the abominations that are done in the land. This is found, she says, in Ezekiel 9, verses 3 and 4. But more especially will their prayers arise in behalf of the church because its members are doing after the manner of the world. Notice what's happening in the church. They're following the world. And that's why we need to be praying. Continue on. They lament and afflict their souls, that's the little company, because pride, selfishness, and deception of almost every kind are in the church. The class who do not feel grieved over their own spiritual declensions nor mourn over the sins of others, will be left without the seal of God. The seal of God will be placed upon the foreheads of those only who sigh and cry for the abominations done in the land, especially within the church. The sign and the crying is not criticism, but it's the loving, prayerful concern for the salvation of the brothers and sisters that are in the church who are not following after God's ways. So we have the Sabbath is a sign or a seal. Justification by faith is the sign or the seal. Settling into Bible truth is a sign or the seal. And, and praying and concerned about the salvation of others, especially within the church, is the sign or the seal of God. Oh, but there's more. Testimonies to the ministers, page 445. Those that overcome the world... The flesh and the devil will be the favored ones who shall receive the seal of the living God. They have to overcome the world. Bible Commentary, Volume 6, page 1118. 
Are we seeking for his fullness, ever pressing towards the mark set before us, the perfection of his character? When the Lord's people reach this mark, they will be sealed in their foreheads, filled with the Spirit. They will be complete in Christ. And the recording angel will declare, it is finished. One more quote to go along with this. Testimonies, volume 5, page 216. Those who are distrustful of self, who are humbling themselves before God and purifying their souls by obeying the truth, these are receiving the heavenly mold and preparing for the seal of God in their foreheads. When the decree goes forth and the stamp is impressed, their character will will remain pure and spotless for eternity. So the mark, seal, and sign of God is the Sabbath, the keeping of the Sabbath. Justification by faith, settling into Bible truth, salvation, concerned about the salvation of others, and sanctification by faith, becoming more and more Christ-like in our character day by day. When you sign a legal contract, The notary public must place a seal on the contract saying that it is true. Sometimes, if you've ever seen it, that that notary seal is an impression that's embossed on the paper. It, It comes up through the paper itself. The same thing happens with the seal of God. Maranatha, page 227. The soul is to take the impression of the Spirit of God and retain the impression of Christ. So what we're looking at is the fact that the impression that I'm to have, the notary public, is the fact that I am becoming more like Christ every day and reflecting Christ within my life. Not self, but Jesus. Not I, but Christ. So I guess you can sum up the entire sealing of God with one title, and that's righteousness by faith. The only question to ask is this. We're looking at the signs of the times. We're concerned about what's going on in the world around us. Is there really time left to receive the seal of God? Last day events, page 227. The Lord has shown me. Now, who is it that's showing her? It's the Lord. The Lord has shown me clearly that the image of the beast will be formed before probation closes, for it is to be the great test for the people of God. The context that she's talking about is the Sunday laws. The Sunday law is going to be the great test of, of God's people. This is the test that the people of God must have before they are sealed. Is there time? Yes. When will this great test happen? We don't know, but we know that it's coming soon. I I don't know the date or the time of when it's going to be. I can't say like what some of them are saying that it's going to be in 2012. It could be 2011. It could be 2010. It could be tomorrow. But I do know that I have this promise by God to help me. Revelation 7, verses 1 through 3. After these things... I saw four angels standing at the four corners of the earth, holding the four winds of the earth, that the wind should not blow on the earth 
on the sea or on the tree. Then I saw another angel ascending from the east, having the seal of the living God. And he cried with a loud voice to the four angels to whom it was granted to harm the earth and the sea, saying, Do not harm the earth, the sea, or the trees, till we have sealed the servants of our God on their forehead. God is in the process today of sealing His servants. That's you and me. God is holding back great harm until we are sealed. One last quote. Early writings, page 58. The sealing is very short and will soon be over. So don't think that when the sealing comes that it's going to last for a long time and all i got to do is wait until the last moment. Then I'm sealed and everything's okay. It's going to be very short. Now is the time, while the four angels are holding the four winds, to make our calling and election sure. Today is the day that we need to be ready. Today is the day that we need to seek the sealing. It is more than just keeping the Sabbath. It is justification by faith. It is being concerned about others. It is my, my trust solely in God. It is my, my sanctification that must take place. It is the righteousness by faith that I need to seek and to have. And I need to start it today. Now, brothers and sisters, I don't want a day to pass by if there is one soul here this morning realizing the need to receive the seal of God, I want to give that person an opportunity to be able to speak if the Holy Spirit is speaking to their heart. And they desire to accept Christ and want to learn more how to be ready. If there's someone here, please raise your hand heavenwards and let God see that your willingness to be there and to be able to accept Him. Is there anyone here that the Holy Spirit... Yes, I see hands. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. It's heaven that we want to have. That is where our home is. That's where our mansion is located. That's what God is preparing for us. And all the papers are all these things that we've been talking about this morning. I must be willing to empty myself of self and to be able to accept the Spirit of Christ to come in and begin the preparation and the sealing within my mind and within my heart. Heaven truly is my home and I want to go there. The world has nothing to offer but pain, suffering, and death. But heaven is a place of joy, love, peace, happiness, and eternal life. That's what I want, don't you? That's what you want. Turn in your hymnals to hymn number 400. And forty five.
place for us. And I want everyone in this room and our families to be there in that place. Seal us. Help us to understand what it is you want us to do, to give up. As we die to self, we accept the will and the presence of Christ within our life right now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.